Hi, I'm Tanu and I'll be briefing about ketogenic diets altered the gut microbiome resulting in decreased intestinal TH17 cells. This article was published two months back in Cell by Ki Yan Ang from Peter Turnbuck Lab. I'm sorry if the pronunciations are wrong. Um, as we know, keto diets are the hot train right now and my friend Martha was super into it. One night, a couple months back, she suggested me, Hey Tanu, why don't you start a keto plan, a keto meal plan having meat, fatty fish, avocados, nut, and milk products like cheese, butter, cream, etc. So I have seen my friends in Insta post about keto meals, but being a PhD student, I didn't have the time to look more about it. So I asked her, what is it about, Martha? While she knew that a ketogenic diet is a low-carb, high-fat diet that helps lose weight and may prevent diseases like diabetes, epilepsy, Alzheimer, and certain types of cancer, Martha was in a dark place when it came to how exactly it works inside our body. However, in a parallel universe, Martha is a graduate student and that's where her research skills came in handy. Basically, reduction in carbs in your body puts you in a metabolic state of ketosis. And suddenly, there is a higher burning or oxidation of fat into ketones to gain more energy. The, a ketogenic meal plan which will cause a shift in our gut microbiota due to higher production of ketone bodies, and this shift will cause downstream consequences for immune cells. Billions of microorganisms live in a human body, and most, if not all, of them are in some way beneficial for the healthy functioning of our body. Let's imagine a village full of people who are skilled at different works. And that village gets rain every once in a while, not only of water, but also of other elements. So, when there is water rain, the farmers are happy and they get a lot of produce as its outcome. When there is rain of wood, the furniture makers are happy and they make a lot of furniture for sale. Similarly, when there is rain of iron, the construction workers get crazy and build up a lot of houses. However, in the village, everyone will remain equally rich only when there is a balanced rain of all possible elements. Otherwise, based on the frequency of elements that poured down, the rich-poor population would change. In a similar manner, at times, due to our diet, the gut microbiome shifts and some strains of bacteria increase while others decrease. This can be monitored via metagenomics. Sometimes a good bacteria can increase exponentially and act pathogenic. Those microbes are called opportunistic pathogens. Cause they dive into the opportunity. Get it? Let me dive into this study after a word from our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Lizzie Tattoo Shop. Lizzie here. I had a small tattoo shop in Colorado and most of my customers were grad students. And most of them regret having that tattoo later. 
so I came up with a product line of No Regret Tattoos. This includes tattoos of Krebs cycle, beta-oxidation of fatty acids, and other pathways including glycolysis without any judgment. So come to my shop in Colorado, visit the mountains, get high, and get a tattoo you would never regret having. Coming back, in this study, 17 overweight or class 1 obese who were non-diabetic men were fed baseline diet for 4 weeks, followed by a ketogenic diet for 4 more weeks. Their stool were collected at the last week of each diet. They observed that when the fat in food is increased to 80% from 35% and carbs are reduced to 5% from 50%, production of ketone bodies such as acetoacetate and beta-hydroxybutyrate increases. This was accompanied by changes in relative abundance of four bacterial phyla found in the human gut, actinobacteria, bacteroides, Formicutes and proteobacteria. Among this, bacteroides and formicutes are the most abundant phyla found in the human gut. Bacteroides are anaerobic microbes and formicutes are uh, facultative anaerobic but they contain bacteria such as lactobacillus which are very healthy. Bifidobacterium showed the greatest decrease on keto diet. And this is different from what was found in subjects fed on high-fat diets. Those subjects in previous literature as well as in Mayo's experiment in this study who were given high-fat diets had higher formicutes and lower bacteroides as compared to microbiome of baseline diet subjects. Whereas in case of keto diet, the formicutes went lower in abundance and abundance of the bacteroides increased. Basically, it was observed that as carbs in diet decreased, the ketone body's production increased, bacteroides population increased, whereas actinobacteria and specifically bifidobacterium population decreased. This decrease in gut bacteria was directly related to increase in ketone production. Now, why is knowing the microbiome composition important? Because it, te it tells us about the host pathophysiology under certain conditions. Bifidobacteria in human gut has been shown previously to induce intestinal pro-inflammatory TH17 cells. This article showed that bifidobacterium increased TH17 cells in mouse small intestine, but consumption of keto diet decreased the bifidobacterial amount, causing no induction or accumulation of TH17 cells. This reduction in TH17 cells was very dose-dependent on the carbohydrate intake amount. On the other hand, both keto diet and high-fat diet cause decrease in both pro-inflammatory cells Th17 and Th1 in visceral adipose tissue. Reduction in pro-inflammatory cells may be a mechanism of glycemic control and reduction of body fat. 
The link between obesity and chronic low-grade inflammation has been established in previous literature already. Interestingly, TH17 and gut bacteria has also been shown to have roles in intractable epilepsy pathogenesis. This research opened up gates for research in the effect of ketogenic diets in other autoimmune diseases where TH17 activation is known to be increased. Research related to diet, gut microbiota shifts and its consequences are very common these days. Something that I am interesting, interested to know is how this keto diet will affect a normal healthy person. Will it reduce the amount of pro-inflammatory cytokines and increase the chances of pathogenic infection as like in case of HIV infection? Hopefully some research related to it comes out soon enough. So researchers, I hope after listening to this podcast episode, you can actively take part in the conversation about health and beauty that your other friends are discussing. And here I am, this is me, done in 10 minutes with my podcast story. Goodbye buddies and keep learning.